Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06 Plus. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I doubt the future. I doubt the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. Dear SOV and R.J., I'm worried about A.J., Yes, I particularly like him, so maybe I'm overly mothering him, but he seemed really worked up about that bet he made with you. Being a fan of the show for many, many, many years, I notice people that bet you eventually get frustrated about it. I don't want AJ <laughs> to head down that same path. Love, Sue from Sue Falls. Thank you, Sue. What do you think? She's got an interesting point. I appreciate her wor- concern. You were getting worked up. Yeah, I mean, I'm almost afraid to bring up the Suns game. It was like, you know, so should we just skip that game? Should you not be on air? Are you triggered? I mean, what's going on? It's your call. I, I feel you like feel I, like it may be. Sue may be right. For she Sue might calls. be. I feel like I can have a legitimate discussion, a professional discussion right. with that with that off the table. Now, here's what concerns me, though. OK. And we're going to start with the Sixers and Embiid and Harden and that contract. But here's what concerns me. 
about an hour before the show, I text McKenzie and I say, hey, I'm hearing from people I respect that maybe the foul calls looked really against Phoenix last night. You know, dig into it. And within about 30 seconds, now we're on a text chain that you're on. You text back. Now, it, you know, I said, McKenzie, do this. Now, you've got all these responsibilities. You're like, uh, and it was like, what was it, 28, 26 or something? It was real close. So it was like, you felt like it was something, like you didn't want there to be a chance that somehow we'd make the case the Suns even look better than the score because the fouls <laughs> went again. You immediately you, like fired like what the facts were. You uh, you automatically go to the worst, the worst possible. I mean, Mackenzie, how many times do I ask you questions in a day, and how many times does he answer them? Like, not often, does he? Yeah, probably 19 out of 20. He doesn't. But the one time that it was somehow given information that would back his case that Phoenix isn't quite as good as they seem, that's when he happenstance, that's when coincidentally he responded. Exactly. Are you saying if it would have been 22 to 9? You would have responded. All I'm saying was, <laughs> I had that box score open directly in front of me, uh-huh. and I know McKenzie's busy leading up to the All show. Right. I was just trying to be Very helpful. Very kind. Sue has nothing to worry about. Las Vegas lead today will be that Sixers Heat game, and we got a lot of sub stories from that. The Philadelphia 76ers go up two games to zero with a one, or excuse me, go down two games to zero with the Miami Heat taking a, a 119-103 game two. Okay, so here is the Vegas perspective on this that we cannot lose sight of. The betting market has a ravenous appetite for the Sixers. They want to bet the Sixers. I don't understand it. So after game one, there was an Embiid assessment uh, coming into the game, which was, I think, a little cheap. It was saying he wasn't worth as much as it seems like I think and others think. So the line ended up being seven and a half. This is game one now. Okay. At the end of game one, an easy Miami victory. Now you can sit and say, well, it was the first game without Embiid. They're trying to figure it out. They didn't shoot well, the Sixers. There's a lot of ways you could have spun it. But it was an easy win, an easy cover game one for Miami. The line opens up at nine in game two. That's a drastic, because when you think about the zigzag, that should be advantage 76ers in game two after they lost. They said, no, we were so wrong about that first line, first game line, seven and a half. We're going to make it like nine, and then you guys figure it out from there. And the betting market said, okay, yum, yum, give me more Sixers. Gobble, gobble, Pac-Man, ages eight, the Sixers all the way down to seven and a half. So they said, no, seven and a half's right. You were right before. That game was a fluke. Boom, another easy, now that would have been last night, an easy cover for the Heat. So you're thinking, man, finally they got to figure Embiid is valuable. Uh, My question really is, do you think this is, Pro Sixers, or is this possibly because we talked about the Heat being maybe a little disrespected by the market coming into these playoffs? A lot of people thought the Heat were the fifth best team in the East, despite being the one seed. Do you feel like there's there's still uh, the market holding on to the Heat are not as good as their, the number by their name says? I, I think that that's the given that the Heat aren't as good as their number, but I think these adjustments go beyond that. I, it feels like this is more about Embiid. But let's think about seven and a half in Miami as the line and what that means. Because I think at best you could say the following. If both teams are healthy, which they're not now, but if both teams are, they're even teams. Now that would be like, okay, man, Heat's got the one beside their name. 
Uh, Sixers got the four. You might think, how can they be even? But that would be that statement you're making, which is that number one seed isn't the respect Miami gets. But let's say they're even. What would the line be? Well, it'd be three. Home court in the uh, playoffs is three. So now, if the line closes seven and a half with Embiid being out, now listen, there's other factors like Lowry in, out, whatever. But those are small. It's kind of saying, okay, four and a half points for Embiid, which feels cheap to me. It feels on the border of being cheap to me. Now, you consider Smart was out in game two, and it was seven and a half. Now, Smart's at least a half a point. Now, you're saying Embiid's only worth four. Now, the best NBA players ever, LeBron, Michael, well, let me change that order. Michael, LeBron, they were worth about six points. So that's like the extreme, right? In, in quarterbacks, the extreme's nine or so. Like Aaron Rodgers in his prime. Well, I guess he's still in his prime. But at various points in the past, Aaron Rodgers was out. They moved it like nine points. Okay. Brady, it was never more than eight, seven and a half, but that's a major move, right? Peyton Manning over. So over a touchdown was a rarefied air. In the NBA, six is a rarefied air. Okay. Now, Luca was a six or a little bit more in some of those games. So. Embiid being worth less, like a point and a half or even two points less than Luka, doesn't make sense to me. And, you know, we talked about the NBA, NBA MVP race this year. It was Embiid and Jokic for most of the season, those two guys. So you're talking about, at worst, the second best player in the NBA or second most valuable player in the NBA this year is worth four points. Yeah, that's a good way. And I also think, even within, though the MVP is supposed to be kind of the most valuable, often it's narrative, it's winning. Sometimes a guy you could think his team's. Yeah, let's think of Jokic is, you know, they were what the sixth seed. Without him, they might be the worst team in the NBA. So I think the MVP gets it wrong sometimes, but Vegas tends to get it right. But you're right, is Embiid is in that top tier no matter what way you look at it. But four points isn't enough. But here's what happened again. So, McKenzie, let's do the TikTok here. Game three. So it's 2 0 now, obviously, Heat. And it was announced after the line came out. And the line coming out before the announcement about Embiid was the market just guessing. They were saying, well, we think there's X percent he's going to play. We think if he plays, he'll be at 80%. You know, it sounds complicated, but it's really just a couple of calculations. You make your assessments and then you put the line out. So the line before the news came out for game three, and that's in Philadelphia, was? Miami by one. Okay, so Miami by one. Now let's think of what that represented. That said, hey, we are moving that line of seven and a half, right, which was the game two. We're moving it by about eight points. And how much is the home field flip? About six. So they were saying we're going to give two extra points of advantage to Philly because we're doing the six-point home flip and then a little bit more because we think Embiid's going to play. When, but, the, when the line opened, the Sixers were one, which is that eight-point adjustment you were talking about. Right before the news, the Heat were minus one, closer to a six-point adjustment. Okay, so the Heat were minus one. So at that point, it was – well, first off, whenever there's a line move before news comes out – Right. You, I think we Someone know. knows. The news is out. All right. So once the word starts spreading, and remember, Philadelphia, the Tim Donahue scandal stemmed from Philadelphia. Right. Donahue was a, a local in Philly, is and he, the bookmakers he was playing with allegedly in Philly. So um, the there's a big uh, organized crime. I, I hear organized crime presence in Philly. So to me. 
it, it kind of makes sense that line's moving early, which is another proof of inside information. But okay, so when we add it all up, what is the now that it's been announced and Embiid's out? The current number is Sixers by three points. All right, Sixers by three. So what you're saying? I'm sorry, the Heat by three. Oh, there you go. Heat by three. You sure on that? You want to go back to the Sixers? No. Right, we're, okay, because you said both so far. You're, so you can't be wrong totally. Second time I was right, though. There we go. It's usually when you are right. You should maybe silently do the first one. That's a good idea. It's like right, left. It's like, well, I'm going to say right, but I'm usually wrong the first. Left, <laughs> yes. All right. So Sixers, uh, but no, the Heat by two and a half or three. Let's call it three right now. All right. So, how'd the betting go, though, on that open? Who was being bet? Right after the news, the Heat were reopened at five-point favorites. All Sixers money we've seen down to two, three and a half, like you're talking about. Now, think about that. Two blowouts. Embiid was supposed to be back in game three. That was the expectation. That's what the um, series prices said. Right, we we were able to impute what the series prices implied. He's out, and all of a sudden, I think it was Circa here in town said, "Well, geez, this is drastic. We got to make it now five, the Heat five. And you know what they said? They said, "Nah, give us Sixers. Gobble, gobble, gobble." Without Embiid, the the appetite for the Sixers is shockingly large. I don't have any idea why that is. I think most shocking is because James Harden has shown no signs that he is willing or able to carry this team as as the man. And well, that, I, I, you think willing is the right word? You don't think he, he's not trying? You think he's not, he's choosing not to do it? He took three shots in the fourth quarter last night. And so did he? Was he passing up open shots? Yes. Sounds like a man that's <laughs> fatigued. Could be. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. 
Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelt N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. It's Covino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Kumo test results tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. After it was announced that Embiid was out, it opened up Miami on the road favored by five. And they said, no, give me Sixers, give me Sixers. Went down to two and a half or so, and we're in that range now. Wow, I don't get it. When I look at uh, the Sixers, I see a team, and tell me, AJ, if you agree with this, I see a team that doesn't want to be blamed. Like if you said to an elite winner, you've got a 50% chance to look foolish but a 30% chance to look like you're courageous, but you lose, but a 20% chance to win. So let's say you're in a David and Goliath situation, but you're a winner, right? But in this case, you're a big underdog. 20% chance to win, 30% chance to look courageous trying, 50% to look like a fool. Now, why would you look like a fool? Because you're trying some style that has a a high-variant style. There's a chance you're going to look horrible, right? Now, you tell someone else... Hey, the alternative is you've got a 10% chance to win, so half the chance to win, but you're never going to look foolish. 90% chance to look like you're trying. Which one are you taking? Which one is any given NBA player taking? Because what I see the Sixers doing is taking the second, saying, we'll decrease our chance to win. But we don't want to get fired. We don't want to look foolish. What do you think of that? I think that you're right. I think that most most winners want to take the biggest chance to win, and they don't worry about looking foolish because they know the more you win, the less it matters when you look foolish. The analogy, well, you know what's funny? You would think 
But like, when did you? Does a winner ever reach that level? Meaning, you, I mean, LeBron's not there. Well, I think rightfully <laughs> so when you're below 500 in the finals. <laughs> but but think about what you just said. I mean, how many finals has he won? He's but that's and it's not, still like oh, can't do it. Well, no, hold on a second. Is the given with LeBron, and we don't want to get detoured with LeBron, but the given with LeBron is that he is one of the top handful. Now, again, McKenzie has him ninth all time. But on sane lists, LeBron's either one. You know, I could see LeBron even three or four. It's hard to put him past four. Right? I, think Kareem, I think the more you look at it, LeBron's having Kareem's career. And Kareem's never been really in the conversation as the best. It kind of jumped from Bill Russell to Michael. You know, I was kind of a, I wasn't alive for Russell, but I was alive in the '80s and as a kid. And you know, for a while it was like, bam, Magic's great. But then it was like Bill Russell, the 111 or whatever it was. And then all of a sudden it was Michael, and it stopped. Kareem never really had his time because he never was like super, super dominant. He was always just kind of dominant, but for like a long time. I mean, people forget Kareem was almost 40. I think it was 87. He was still. I, I, Simmons talks about this sometimes that they needed a. It was like, uh, I think the 87 maybe series and against Detroit, and they needed a basket late, late in the game, and they went to Kareem in the post. It's like the guy's 40 years old in the NBA Finals, and Magic's on the court, Worthy's on the court, and it's like, get the ball to Kareem. That guy was a different guy, right? But he never, you know, I guess you could say Milwaukee, he was the best, best, but LeBron feels like that. At different points, he was the best, best, but it was never, he was clearly better than everyone else. It was always, he was in that top tier, probably first, but, you know, there's a crowd with him, but he's done it for 20 some years. So, or almost now. So, but but I think it's hard to look at LeBron's playoff performance and, and say it's like that is the best player of all time. You can't be you can't be below 500 in the finals and be the best player of all time, can you? No, I'm not, and I'm not saying he is the best player of all time. But I'm just saying that people will still bring up his playoff losses despite the fact he's won more than most. Well, let me ask you this: If LeBron we're straight out of Vegas talking LeBron. You know there's no NBA game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but if, but I, I'm fascinated by the conversation. If I were an up-and-coming NBA guy, and I'm thinking, who do I want to emulate? If I think about longevity, if I think about uh, production in the regular season, I'm looking at Kareem, I'm looking at LeBron. I'm looking at Carl Malone. You know, he's a guy that, in a way, Malone's almost an indictment of the all-time points list because no one seems to like him as a player. As a player, and you see him like being second or whatever. Or I guess he just got passed third. I think now it's like, well, that list must be crap then, right? Because he's even on it. But I listen. The guy was produced for a long time, Malone. But that's who I'm looking at. If I'm looking at playoff success, LeBron, I'm looking to do the opposite of. Now, you might say, well, what, what does it take to get to the finals? Right? That, that's playoff success. Is it? Maybe. But wouldn't you rather have won a couple more titles and lost a few in the first round? Or in the second round? Or the, I mean, I think making the finals all those years is, a, is, a, is an accomplishment in a way. But, man, when you add it with losing more than half of them, I think it's more of a negative. I mean, maybe that's stupid. I, I think the fact that he— I mean, is Jim Kelly someone you want to emulate— your your NFL performance at the, in the playoffs again with zero four with the Bills in the Super Bowl, but he made four straight. The only team ever to make four straight. I never hear a conversation about how great the Bills were. 
Uh, you're right. Right. Well, why is LeBron making the finals and then underperforming somehow? Because different? he still has four rings. Okay. So if, if Kelly had made a fifth straight in a row and won one, it'd be a whole different conversation. I think it would be. The fact he was one and four, we wouldn't be saying that's bad. I, I don't think so. Oh my gosh. I think that's right. What do you think, McKenzie? I think we would definitely say Jim Kelly, good, one and four, not one of the best of all time. Boy, that, why don't you record that response to any question? And really, effectively, what you're saying is, well, on one hand, this looks kind of good. On the other hand, it doesn't look perfect. There's no way anyone would call Jim <laughs> Kelly, you know, John Elway or Steve Well, except Montana. John Elway was 0-3 in the Super Bowl, and then he won two. So yes, maybe, uh, but now, see, there's what's interesting. That's almost what we just said with yeah. Kelly, except the two wins happened at the end so I think the the whole proximity bias of the sooner it ha- the more recently it happened, the more seriously we take it, maybe trumps things there. But then as we keep, I think in ten more years. See, remember, Elway was Uncle Mike's. You know, he, he know. has a love for Elway. I don't think Elway. I think when you talk about Elway, you say a, a physical freak. You're like he was one of those freaks that you didn't really understand how physically gifted he was. The number one draft recruit up until you know Andrew Luck, that was the conversation. And you'd say, but he was around a lot of teams that, that he was like a Michael Jordan where he was trying to get him over the top, but they could never get there. He finally settled his game down, got a running game and won two, but he wasn't near as important to the teams that won that the teams that didn't win that he was on. I think, if anything, with Elway, the wins kind of excuse the losses, and it's even. No one's going to say Elway's an ultimate winner. It's Elway was one of the best quarterbacks ever to play, and he ended up winning two. So we can't say he was a loser in the in the Super Bowl, though he was two and three. I, yeah, I, when you hear Elway, do you think AJ? Do you think oh he's considered to be uh, like the, one of the best postseason quarterbacks? I do. Really, I, I think he's well. Maybe not. I I, I think well, he's considered the, to be one of the greatest quarterbacks well, of all sure. time. But so is Dan Marino. Yeah, but they but they're in a different conversation because one guy won and one guy. I'm didn't. not sure they are. I mean, they are. If you're going to say who's the best of all time, not to win a Super Bowl. But right now, if there was a list of quarterbacks, I think Alway is behind Marino in more serious lists. I don't think that's possible. Yeah. Because you don't think anyone could think that, or you don't think that's what people? I, think? I don't think that's what people think. That's interesting. And I and I believe so. LeBron, four-time NBA champion. If I if I told you you can win four rings, and that'll be the only four you ever go to, or maybe you, maybe you go to one and you lose one, would you rather have that career or go to four or win four and go to the finals six more times and have a chance? Okay, so that brings up the the famous you know why do we exalt Joe Montana? 4 0, right? Or was he 3 0, I think? 4. Okay. But the, but Steve Young won one. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Okay. So he was 4 0. Oh, that's it. Bill Walsh wasn't with him for all four. Seaford was one. Okay. So Montana, 4 0. Bradshaw, 4 0. And Jordan, 6 0. It feels like those records are respect. There's something about, and I admit it's illogical. There's something about never losing on in the biggest game that we exalt in this country. But is is Terry Bradshaw a better postseason quarterback than than Tom Brady? Because Tom Brady lost a couple. Well, I I think the point you're making is why it's a curious phenomenon because it's hard to say 
that if only Brady would have lost these, you know, whatever games he could have lost before he lost the Super Bowl, right? So let's just say if only he had lost the AFC Championship and those Super Bowl losses. But you can't tell me if Brady was six and oh, Brady seven, right? So if Brady was seven and zero in the Super Bowl. You can't tell me that wouldn't, in a different way, be more impressive. That, or at minimum, society would think it was. Guys, lucky seven, man. He makes it to that game. He wins it seven and zero. Oh. That is different than seven. And, what is it? Two. It's two. Yeah, seven and two is a. Now again, now we're talking about how different is. It, but what happens if he was somehow eight and seven? I think I'd would say, we find it to be more amazing? He made fifteen. To me, it would be. I think to you, it wouldn't be. I think I, that's the dichotomy. First of all, I'm not saying I fall on the other side. I observe society. Well, I. It's funny. Some people are so obsessed with what they think. I'm looking at the world and saying, right now, if you say LeBron's playoff performance. Let's talk about that as a topic. If we opened up the phone lines, now we've got the smartest audience in sports talk. I think that's been proven. But if it was a normal show, if I was co, you know, if I was a guest hosting a normal show, but this network's pretty sweet. Let's say I was at another now. Okay, <laughs> and we just opened up the lines. The negative, there'd be more negative comments about LeBron's postseason than positive, for sure. Okay, so. The fact that you disagree, I know you are very into what you think, but you do see that I'm talking about what the what the average person feels. Would you also say generally people have a disdain for LeBron James built in? Why do you think that is? Uh, because LeBron talks about things non-basketball related. Because so you think, LeBron you is think compared. Just, you, you think it's just because he talks about things no, non-basketball, but also because he's compared to Michael Jordan. People don't like being anybody being compared to Michael Jordan. Well, no, it's he's being compared to Jordan by shills of LeBron that have an agenda to try to have the conversation be about Michael and LeBron. Yeah, people hate being manipulated. They, I think I think America is. You know, I've coined the phrase the average person is way below average. I believe that in many ways. But one thing in this country that I think, man, you got to give people credit, they can sniff BS. I mean, we, the BS sniffers are perfect, are almost perfect in this country. And LeBron, to me, is inauthentic. A lot of what he does is he's in a play, he's in, he's in some kind of movie in his mind, and he's, he's projecting something to us. And you know what? That's probably smart. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. 
touring tires for commuters' comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. James Harden. Now, he obviously doesn't look in great shape. He obviously seems like he's worse for wear with his age. You know, he's, he's on the down, downtrend. This is a thing that three, four years ago, Harden would have been perfect for. Go into a team, you got to pass, you got to be part, you know, number two to Embiid, but now Embiid goes down and I can take over, coach. I can do it like I used to. Doesn't seem like that at all. No. And it also seems like the team's willing to go down without taking that high variance risk that we were talking about. Because if they went super small, right, it seems like there's a chance they could hit a bunch of threes from the outside, right? There's a chance they lose by 50. Yeah. And you know what happens if they lose by 50? Well, who cares? Harden cares. Because he doesn't want that sting. It looks like he's he's a courageous fighter that just doesn't have enough people on his side where if, he, if they play some high-variance game, they can look foolish. And Doc Rivers, I don't know how much he wants to be back in Philly, but I think he wants the option, don't you? Sure. So Always good to have the option. I mean, would you agree that in general, it feels like the team, or the Sixers, specifically Harden and Doc, are not... They're going down without much of a fight. And what I'm saying, or without trying very much. Remember the end of Saving Private Ryan? Right, Tom Hanks is down, and there's a tank coming at him. Shooting at it with his pistol. Just get his pistol out. You know why? Because that's that guy. He's going to do what I, if there's a 1% chance, he's going to do it with his last breath to try to achieve his objective. Do you get any sense the Sixers are Tom Hanks? No sense at all. I think the Sixers break out a piece of bread, get some cheese if he has any cheese, and lets that tank roll by and waves. I mean, it really feels like... I'm not saying they're not trying hard. They're trying hard in a way, though, that gives them little chance of winning, but it decreases the chance of them being embarrassed 
and embarrassment is what would lead to financial consequences. But now that they've lost two games and neither were close, doesn't it feel like the time where, okay, listen, if we're going to lose these games by 16 points anyway... Well, halftime of the game two might have been. I mean, you could have made the case there was no real sense. As much as there was different points in these games, the Heat and the Sixers were close. It felt like that the Heat were in control of these games the whole yeah. time. So if those two, when you're on the road, it's much harder to win. I mean, really, this line is about right. Meaning, if the Heat without or a small favorite against the Sixers in Philly without Embiid. So that effectively means that, that that maybe this is the games for the Sixers to play normally, because the line's almost a, th- a coin flip. But when they're a seven and a half underdog, is when you're going to have a high variance. Take a shot at it. If they believe that the reason they've lost these two games is home court related, I, I think they're they need to wake up. Well, then then you're saying you think the Heat are a great bet now. Then I, I, t- I mean that's what you just said. I, right? I tend to believe the Heat are a great bet. Yeah, right. I don't. I certainly don't understand any confidence in the Sixers in Game Three. I think there's also a potential phenomenon of the Sixers being disappointed that Daddy ain't coming back, right? Because if you're thinking, let's just try our best in Game One, try our best in Game Two, but I don't know if you've heard this before, but a series hasn't started until the home <laughs> team loses. Well, you know something? I don't think that's quite right, because a series can end without a home team losing. So I think maybe what you should say is, a series doesn't start until the home team loses or Game 7. Then I can accept it. Okay. Right? But, but, but I mean, there is that narrative going around. I'm just going by what I feel. When I hear see Harden, he looks like, it's almost like he wants to say, what are you guys upset about? Like, I've seen him in these press conferences. He's saying, like, right, we did our thing. We fell a little short. We're feeling pretty good. We're going to do our thing tomorrow or in the next game. I mean, isn't that, Mackenzie, what you've sensed? Yes. So I get He doesn't lose sleep over these games. No, he doesn't lose time at the club. Now, listen, some people are saying, what's the factor of Harden being in Miami? The nightlife. (laughs) I mean, maybe that's the reason to upgrade the Sixers here. The market does like the Sixers. I do think it's interesting. We're straight out of Vegas. To look at this Harden situation, because there's a there's a quarter billion at stake, a quarter billion dollars. So there was a one year player option that Harden has the option to pick up in the summer that would pay him forty seven million. <laughs> forty seven million. Okay. Or in theory, he's eligible for the supermax, five years, two hundred and seventy million. Now, what was a kind of underreported story was when the trade happened, Harden said he was going to opt in. Now, the sense was that that was a handshake agreement between the Sixers and Daryl Morey and Harden. Why? Because the Sixers would want one full season at the 47, which is a lot, but it's a one-year commitment. So you get this year and one more at 47, and then the team could decide, you know, what do we want to do? Well, there was a deadline that you had to file to opt in, and lo and behold, there was a procedural error, there was a clerical error, and somehow Harden didn't get it filed. Mm. He tried. It was April 15th. He tried, but there was a traffic jam. He couldn't do it. His fax machine broke. His agent didn't do it for I him? I think his dog ate his homework. Oh. No, his agent was walking his dog. Now, here's what's... So, who knows what was going on? Here's what's amazing now. Harden has the player option, another chance at it, 
for $47 million this summer. Why would he have signed it earlier? Well, because the Sixers didn't want to do that trade, I think, unless that player option was going to be taken. He happened not to do it, and Harden was thinking, well, it's a free roll for me. If I'm able to have a great second half of this year, I'll say, guys, I don't want that option. Let's just get that five-year thing out of the way now. And if he has the year he did have... He gets to steal $47 million. Well, I don't know about that, but he gets to exert his option. <laughs> okay. So to, to Or exercise it. So to me... I got to tell you, whatever Daryl Morey goodwill he has with him, if that is the true story that he promised to commit and do it, but didn't, and say, "Oh, it was a mistake," man, oh man, that that story has to be more deeply reported. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you: Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 